Hey everyone, and welcome to The Daily Word. I'm, I'm so glad that you've joined me. And for today's Daily Word, we're gonna go into Matthew chapter eight. And I'd like to share verse 34, and then let's, let's talk just a bit about this section of, of scripture. Then the entire town came out to meet Jesus, but they begged him to go away and leave them alone. So um, a couple of things uh, about this story, a few things about this story. Um, first of all, as you read through this, you see that the demons are too strong for any human being to deal with. So there is, there is a, a spiritual power at play that has, um, has really taken these men captive. They, they are uh, spiritual, spiritually oppressed. They are held captive and, and no one can do anything about it. It was, it was a, a problem that, that human beings could not solve. Secondly, this was a problem not just for the men. Obviously, it was a problem for them. They, they were held captive. They were uh, under spiritual oppression, but it was also a problem for everyone in that area, in that region, because no one could go by here. There was such uh, violence. There, there, was, there was such aggression. They were so just out of their minds that you couldn't even go near this place. And so this was, this was a problem that was affecting everyone. And, and notice also, and this is just kind of a side note, but that the demons actually recognized Jesus as the Son of Man. They, they not only recognize Him as the Son of Man, that they, they understand the truth of the coming of the day of the Lord. You can tell by what they say here and, and how they, they ask, uh, you know, Jesus is, have you come to torture a son of man um, before this, this day of the Lord? And, and so th this, this spiritual knowledge is, is available to them and, and it's significant because, um, my goodness, isn't it ironic that that the spiritual knowledge was available to the religious leaders of Jesus' day. They, they had the scriptures that pointed toward Jesus and they refused to see who Jesus was. They refused to see his work of salvation. They, they refused to see that Jesus was, was saving people, was offering salvation uh, from the wrath to come, from the judgment uh, of God. So just a side note, but important nonetheless, uh, Jesus frees the men, uh, but it will be at the cost of a herd of pigs. And I know it's a very strange story, uh, but on one side it confirms for us that this is in fact a Gentile region, uh, this region of the Gerizines. It's a Gentile region, region uh, but, but then the, the other part of this is that these pigs, they, uh, according to Jewish law, they would have represented uh, sin. They they were they were not a part of what God allowed to be eaten. They were they were unclean animals, and and so there was this cost of this herd of pigs. But it was it was a cost, if you will, uh, metaphorically of sin. And 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 what I want to what I want to bring before us is that the freedom of Jesus, the work of Jesus, uh, costs us that if we're going to be freed up from the bondage of sin, if we're going to live in the freedom of Jesus Christ, if we're going to live according to the truth, if, 
if we're going to do that, if we're going to live for Jesus, there, there are things that we will give up that it, it will actually cost us. And, and we, we have to actually deal with that cost and, and evaluate, do I understand the cost-benefit analysis that whatever the Lord asked me to give up, to have more of Him, it's worth it. It's worth it any day of the week, anything it is. And it's kind of, it really, to me, it makes sense of Jesus' question uh, of the man who is, is paralyzed and he's at the pool of Bethesda. It makes sense of that question because Jesus asks him, do you, do you want to be healed? Do you want to get well? You want to be well? And, and, and there's a part of us that looks at that question and thinks, well, my goodness, what, what, what kind of question is that? Why would, why would he ask this? But the thing is that, that the healing of Jesus would cost him. It would actually change his life that he would no longer be, be justified with hanging out by this, this pool all day, that, that he would actually begin to have to take this responsibility for his life that for decades he had been accustomed to not having to deal with. You see, there, there, is, there is a cost even to this healing. There is a change in his life. And, and so he asks, very fair question in light of this, do you want me to do this for you? Because the people in this region, listen, this is extraordinary. They, they know what this problem is, and they know that Jesus has just fixed it. He has just freed these men, and He has just given them back this, this area. Like, they can now go there, and, and they know the work of, of Jesus is something that no human being could do. They know all of this. And yet, when they come out to meet Him, they say, yeah, we, we need you to go. We need you to go because this cost is too much for us. The people would rather have their pigs than Jesus. And, and, and what I want to invite us to do is to trust the work of Jesus, whatever it is. To trust, even if, if there's a, a sort of a gulp, right, that, oh boy, this is going to cost me. To trust Him, absolutely. That whatever He wants to do in my life, it is for the best. And, and whatever it is that would get me more of Him, worth it. Worth it. Uh, it just is. Amen. <laughs> and, uh, and friends, until we get a chance to speak again, uh, I pray that, that God would bless you and that He would keep you.